the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Picture this for a minute. You're sitting at home and there's a knock on the door. You open the door to find one of your neighbors from down the street there. And the neighbor says, hi, hey, uh, I'm here to collect for the crack pipe fund. And you say, uh, which fund is that? And your neighbor says, well, you know, we have some kids on the street here. They've been smoking crack. And we've decided that, you know, in order to keep them from getting sick, uh, we want to make sure that they have good quality crack pipes to smoke. So we here in the neighborhood, we're going to buy the pipes for them. And you say, well, that's nice, but no thanks. I'm, I'm not interested in that. I, I'm not. And your neighbor says, oh, no, no, sorry. You really have no choice here. This is mandatory. We took a vote, and everybody on the street is now required to help pay for the crack pipes. You know, it's, it's democracy. Well, that's exactly what's happening right now in America, only there's not going to be a neighbor knocking on your door. The money's just going to be quietly taken out of your paycheck, just a little bit. But that's what, uh, we'll, that's what we'll pay for the $30 million program that the Biden administration unveiled. It's called a Harm Reduction Program. And it'll provide funds to nonprofits and local governments that work to make drug use safer for addicts. They'll be buying, quote, smoking kits slash supplies, unquote, for people who smoke crack cocaine, crystal methamphetamine, and, quote, any illicit substance, unquote. And here's the best part. It prioritizes the organizations that target underserved communities, quote-unquote, including African-Americans and LGBTQ plus persons, and it's being done to advance, what? Racial equity. I don't know. I'm not black, but I think I'd be a little bit insulted by this if I thought that the government decided that in order to promote racial equity, they needed to buy more crack pipes. I don't know. I don't know how I was, I'm supposed to take that, but I'm just wondering how that's playing among black people. Anyway... Joe's doing a nice job, isn't he? Well, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about Americans who are competing for China at the Olympics uh, with an expert on China who says those people are traitors. And in our second half hour, some amazing numbers on the odds of you or anyone else dying of COVID. Stick around. Well, have you quit smoking yet? I've been asking you this, and I'm going to keep asking you, and uh, maybe maybe you do smoke and you have somebody in the family who's quote-unquote nagging you and has been nagging you to quit, and you wish you could and you haven't been able to. Well, if that's the case, you need to te- check out MyNicotineTest.com. It's the one that's uh, is, uh, been developed, was developed, by the head of the New York City Fire Department tobacco program, the uh, the firefighters who went into the burning buildings and the collapsing buildings on 9-11 and breathed in all that bad air, the ones who smoked had serious problems, so he helped them quit smoking. It had a success rate with this program of 70%. Seven out of ten were able to quit smoking. You take you do the urine test, they come up with a, a measure for your nicotine level, and they develop a program for you based on that, and then you have coaching, and uh, you come up with a program that makes it as easy as it's ever been to quit. It's never easy, but they make it help you get through it, and uh, you got to try it. It's uh, MyNicotineTest.com, and if you have questions, uh, you, you can call MyNicotineTest at 1-800-45-SMOKE. That's 1-800-45-SMOKE. If you're not a smoker, order a gift card for someone you know who is. It's MyNicotineTest.com. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with IsraelTour.com 855-565-5519 or stand with IsraelTour.com If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number. Or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, I don't know about you, but um, I haven't watched one second of the Winter Olympics. I haven't even seen one second of highlights, and that's not going to change. But China apparently is going on without me, and they're being helped by lots of people from other countries who signed up to compete for China, including some Americans. Gordon Chang is an expert on China. He's the author of The Coming, the Coming Collapse of China. He's also a contributor at the Gatestone Institute, and he joins us now. Gordon, thanks for being here. Oh, well, thank you so much. So um, are the Americans uh, competing for China in Beijing the very definition of useful idiots? I think they're the very definition of traitors. But uh, that might be a little bit tough. But clearly they've turned their back on the U.S. Uh, Zhu Yi, uh, the skater, actually renounced her American citizenship. We don't know about the more famous one, Eileen Gu. Uh, Now, she's over 18, Uh, China has a rule that the dual nationality is not permitted for those who have reached their 18th birthday. So if China were enforcing its laws, she would have had to renounce her U.S. citizenship. But probably Beijing gave her some sort of an exemption. But in any event, um, skating for our enemy, I think, is unspeakable. So that's pretty serious stuff there. and so uh, Eileen Zhu is, her, uh, is a free skier, uh, the one that you mentioned, and she's going to win multiple gold medals. And she was born in California to a Chinese mother and an American father. And Reuters says she's been a Chinese national for three years uh, since she was 15. So uh, she either got a pass or she actually would have had to renounce her American citizenship? On her 18th birthday, yes. And um, how will China use uh, these uh, Americans to promote their agenda? 
Well, first of all, there are a number of Americans and other foreigners who are uh, competing for China in various sports. Um, because China wants to rack up uh, the highest number of medals, especially golds, and, and that they'll use for propaganda purposes to show, quote-unquote, China's rise. Um, but also they will more subtly say, well, look, you know, um, people don't think very much of America anymore. They're leaving that country for hours. So that'll be another propaganda line. Yeah, and uh, Eileen, is it Gu? Is it pronounced Gu? Gu. Uh, yeah, Eileen Gu, uh, she was uh, talking about how wonderful it is, and it's uh, she's bridging a gap, and uh, she's an inspiration to the young Chinese girls, and, um, and she's just as happy in China as she is in America. Is she, do you think, she, I mean, she's 18, so how much can she know? But somebody has to have been telling her that this is a bad idea somewhere. You know, unfortunately, we have not had honest assessments from our political leaders about China. But China has been trying to overthrow our government through the use of force. It um, sent coronavirus our way deliberately, deliberately spread coronavirus beyond China's borders. And that's killed about 905,000 Americans. We haven't heard that from our political leaders either. Um, we get a sanitized version of China, but China calls us an enemy. And we do not have presidents who call China our enemy. So that's why you can have people like uh, Eileen Gu um, actually think it's okay to compete for China. But we need to make it clear that we are in a struggle for the existence of our republic and that people who um, show loyalty to China are indeed enemies of the United States. Um she says, as I said, she's bridging a gap, uh, and she's an inspiration to young girls over there. How, how do you suppose she is being sold to the young girls watching the Olympics in China? Is it she being sold as an inspiration, or is it she being sold as more as an example of somebody who thinks China is better than the United States? Both. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and, and so clearly um, she is uh, giving aid and comfort um, to a country that wants to destroy ours. Um, and is in a sense, I mentioned, it is um, to a large extent the fault of our political leaders who do not talk about China in the terms that they should. China has no problem talking about us as an enemy. Matter of fact, in May 2019, People's Daily, which is the most authoritative publication in China, actually declared a people's war on us. Um, but neither Presidents Trump nor Biden um, were willing to acknowledge that and to take actions which were appropriate for this challenge. Why do you suppose that is, Gordon? Well, there's, there's a lot of reasons for that. The, the major reason, or the, context, the one in context, is that for decades, Americans have tried to engage China to um, bring it into the international system, because we felt that as China strengthened itself, as we strengthened China, it would become benign. Now, President Trump tried to break that uh, ideology, but nonetheless, some of his actions were guided by it. And clearly, Biden has gone 100% back into engagement of China. Um, but also because a lot of political elites in our country um, make money from China, and so um, they are influential. They do get to set the agenda for the administrations and to set the agenda in the media and in academia and the rest of it. So um, there, there are a lot of reasons why we have elements in our society that are at least as loyal and some more loyal to communist China than to the United States. And it's, it's all about money, and that's probably why uh, the Olympics were not moved out of Beijing. Not probably. That is why, right? Um, that's the major reason. Um, this Olympics, uh, only two countries bid for it, or only two cities, Beijing and Almaty, um, the largest city in Kazakhstan. And one of the reasons is the International Olympic Committee set such onerous terms that many cities in Europe dropped out of the bidding. So um, it got to a point where there were only two contestants for these games. And probably Beijing presented the more attractive option to the IOC. But clearly, these games should not be held in China. It's Beijing is committing genocide, crimes against humanity, and other atrocities. And it is wrong for the international community to legitimize China. 
Well, I also saw a story, and you mentioned there are there are lots of uh, non-citizens um, playing uh, in uh, c- competing for China. One is um, Jake Chelios, who's a, a people in Pittsburgh uh, who are hockey fans will remember his dad, Chris Chelios. Uh, Jake is a hockey player. He's been there for three years. He's quoted as saying that, no, I've lived here for three years. I've been eating the Chinese meals. I've been, uh, I'm really uh, getting into the culture. And uh, it's like being on the, the on Team China and wearing that red star is like being part of a family. That's what he said. I'm trying to picture somebody saying that about the Soviet Union in 1980. That would be extremely ironic because the Communist Party does its best to break down familial bonds because they don't want competing loyalties. So this has been Communist Party uh, policy and their tactics since uh, they took power in 1949. Okay, so here's a guy I I mentioned. I don't know anything about – I know know his dad was a a Hall of Fame player. I don't know anything about him, but but he is 30 years old. Um, is it even possible that someone, a 30-year-old man who's been educated in college, could be in China for three years and not un, uh, not get the, the clue about what's going on over there? I guess it is possible. Um, <laughs> if you're cloistered in Beijing um, yeah. and in a very narrow circle, um, I suppose it's possible. But um, just to give you an example, when my wife and I uh, moved to Shanghai in August 1996, we had similarly bright views of China. Um, Of course, it was a more optimistic time then. Um, Many people around the world were very enthusiastic about China. But as we lived there, as we worked there, traveled around the country, spoke to people, it became very clear very fast that uh, China was not the reformed nation uh, that people talked about, and that you could see that it was still communist China. Um, You know, I don't know about his particular circumstance, but um, people who want to be deceived can easily be deceived. And that sounds like what we have in this case. Either that or he's just lying because he wants to play on a national team. Well, he's, uh, he must be playing professionally over there. I think he is. So they, I'm guessing they, they pay him pretty well. He's making a living. Or they're blackmailing him or something else. I don't know. But one way or another, they have got his number. Well, how would they be blackmailing him? Anyone who does something which is compromising on Chinese soil, especially a foreigner, um, the Ministry of State Security could very well uh, and most probably have incriminating evidence, which is, by the way, the reason why we've got to be very concerned about Hunter Biden. It's not so much his financial relationships that concern me, uh, because we'll find that. Money always leaves a trail. Mm -hmm. But Hunter Biden is a troubled individual. We know that... um, he was on Chinese soil. If he actually committed compromising acts, um, China could have the material that they could use to blackmail his father. So that is also a motivating factor for anybody um, who is on in China. I'm talking to Gordon Chang. You can find him on Twitter at Gordon G. Chang, C-H-A-N-G. Um, and uh, he's also a contributor at the Gatestone Institute. I want to talk to you about something you wrote there, too, not related to the Olympics in a second, but... I'm just wondering, um, how would China feel about a Chinese citizen performing for the U.S. or in the U.S. for an American team? Would it even be allowed? Well, if a person left China, um, there's very little that Beijing could do. But we know that uh, Chinese nationals on our soil are subject to intimidation by uh, Chinese agents, diplomats and Ministry of State security agents on our soil. Um, which in the other, the bigger story here is that we allow that, which is wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, um, you know, China would not like that, of course. No, but uh, would they, their family pay, his, the athlete's family pay a price back in China for something like that? Could very well. And, and that's how China gets, uh, for instance, officials who have fled China to return because threats are made against family members still in China. But there are a number of different levers that uh, the Chinese authorities use um, to get what they want from their nationals who are no longer on Chinese soil. Now, th- this, these Olympics are being called by people with a clue the, the uh, Genocide Olympics. Uh, but the Chinese managed to work in two Uyghurs 
for the opening ceremony seen around the world. And, of course, um, Hitler managed to work two Jewish people, I found out uh, today, into the opening ceremonies in Berlin in 1936. So how predictable was it that a couple of Uyghurs would show up in the opening ceremony? I was actually a little bit surprised. Oh, really? Thinking, thinking about it, I probably shouldn't have been, because what they did um, was to try to show ethnic unity in China. But really what uh, Beijing was saying is um, we're committing genocide, crimes against humanity, and atrocities, and we're proud of it. And so uh, this is um, a chilling message. Now, uh, how much, Gordon, will, will all of this help China around the world? Is it... Um, do we overrate that in some way, uh, the, the propaganda value of it? Uh, in Switzerland, do people care as much as they do in the United States? Maybe even people care more there. I don't know. Yeah. But the point is that um, I don't think Beijing is doing itself any favors with these games. I think it's blackening its image. If you go to the 2008 Summer Games in Beijing, that was China's coming out party. Yeah. That was an all-out win for the Communist Party. This, these games are showing a side of China that people don't like, that people abhor. I think Beijing is going to um, regret hosting these games. So what, what side uh, is China showing to the world that they maybe don't want to show, they're trying not to show? Uh, well, they're highlighting um, their genocide and crimes against humanity, which we're mm -hmm. talking about, which we probably yep. wouldn't if the games were being held in Kazakhstan. Um, also, um, China can't help flaunting um, their aggression. So, for instance, they had an interim torchbearer who was a regimental commander who participated in the surprise attack that killed 20 Indian troopers on the night of June 15, 2020. And that actually persuaded India to uh, engage in a diplomatic boycott of its own because they were going to send their diplomats to the opening and closing ceremonies. They didn't send it to the opening ceremonies because of that. They're not going to send it to the closing ceremonies. This really is China overstepping, um, and it's a, it's a view of China that we abhor. We abhor the totalitarian controls, what they're doing to athletes, caging them if they've got COVID-19. Um, this is just something that the world does not want to see. And China is showing itself off this way. I've got about a minute left, a little bit more than that. Uh, you wrote a piece for Gladstone Institute. The headline is Suicide, colon, Helping China in Space. Who's helping them in space and who's committing suicide here? Well, this is um, the international community. Um, many people believe that we should be cooperating with China in space. Fortunately, we have the Wolf Amendment, which prohibits NASA from doing that. But we also have uh, many people in the U.S. space community would like to see the, re the repeal of the Wolf Amendment and uh, helping China cooperating with them in space, which is absolutely the wrong thing because they would use our technology for military purposes. And uh, one last thing. Have, uh, you mentioned this before, but have you seen anything to make you believe that China uh, uh, not believe that China deliberately spread COVID-19 around the world? And why are, are there not more people who believe that or at least say so? Well, we know 100 percent because Chinese leaders lied about contagiousness. They knew that it was highly transmissible human to human, but they told the world it was not. And while they were locking down their own country, showing that they believed that lockdowns were working, they then pressured other countries not to accept uh, not to impose travel restrictions and quarantines on arrivals from China. And it was those passengers who spread this disease beyond China's borders. You put those two things together and others, but you put just those two things together and it shows you they deliberately spread this disease beyond their borders. That means 5.7, now almost 5.8 million people who have perished from this disease outside China. Each one of those is a murder. And we have people over there helping them spread their 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 uh their message that's unbelievable they are traitors i guess uh gordon thanks for coming on the show always good to have you appreciate it well i very much appreciate it because these are critical times at gordon g chang that's uh where you can find gordon on twitter thanks we'll be right back with srn news i'm john scott French President Emmanuel Macron says Russian President Vladimir Putin told him that Moscow would not further escalate the Ukraine crisis. However, the Kremlin has denied reports that he and Putin struck a deal during talks Monday on de-escalating the situation. 
President Biden's top science advisor resigning after mistreating administration colleagues. Dr. Eric Landers submitted his resignation after the White House faced intense questioning about his employment. An internal review found that he bullied and disrespected staff, but the White House decided to keep him on the job even though President Biden had laid out a zero-tolerance policy for such behavior. In his resignation letter, Landers said he never intended to cause hurt and that it was his fault and his responsibility. Greg Clugston, Washington. And the Dow had 228 points. The Nasdaq is up 98. This is SRN News. Why invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes? Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Jay Sekulow sees the media playing more games. One hour after CNN's Natasha Bertrand uh, deleted a war report, CNN's Jim Shudo uh, uh, started tweeting out the Biden team's talking points about why that report was wrong. This is why people want to see them release the transcript. Did President Biden, is his belief that Kev is in danger? Secular, live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250. The answer. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Remodeling Expo at Heinz Field beginning February 11th. windowsarrustpittsburgh.com. Windows And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Good news for you on 28. That accident outbound is cleared approaching Butler Street and delays now are almost gone. Now, Crosstown Boulevard, you'll still see a busy ride heading down to Liberty Bridge. Parkway East outbound ties up between Boulevard of the Allies and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Delay of 10 minutes or more there. Inbound side busy from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Congestion on Parkway West outbound from 19 to Carnegie. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a low of 25. Turning cloudy tomorrow, much warmer than recent days. We'll see a high tomorrow of 45. Cloudy skies tomorrow night with a couple of snow showers, maybe mixed with rain early, the low 32. A couple of morning snow showers Thursday, otherwise breezy with considerable cloudiness. We'll reach a high Thursday of 36. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. 
at paidforbycompletecar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. Larry Elder can't believe the hypocrisy. Governor Gavin Newsom, along with the mayor of L.A. and Magic Johnson, all three of them not wearing masks. You're correct. I was very judicious yesterday. Very, uh, ju- very. very judicious. Very judicious. See, the coronavirus doesn't get you if you're being very judicious. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The answer. You've all heard it in the news, folks. Heating costs are surging through the roof. But right now, Eden Pure is offering an amazing discount on their Gen 40 heater. This five-pound Gen 40 produces 50% more heat than the big box heaters that are seven times its size. The Gen 40 superheater is efficient. It produces infrared heat using advanced micro-solid-state technology with built-in safety shutoffs, and it comes with a remote control for you. So for a limited time, the Eden Pure Gen 40 is $200 off the regular price. People all over the country are reporting massive savings on their heating bills. So keep warm and save money because right now it's the perfect time to buy more than one. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20 and you'll get an additional $20 off. That's $220 total savings by going to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20 and shipping is free. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we're, uh, we're waiting for a guest here, and I uh, hope we're able to, we're efforting, as they say in radio, to, uh, to get the guest. And um, I wanted to get him on. His name is John Tierney. He's a Pittsburgh guy, and uh, he's a contributing editor at City Journal. And um, I'll just give you some of these uh if we, while we're waiting, I'm assuming we're going to get them. If we don't, we don't. I'll give you these numbers anyway because they're amazing to me. Um, this is a piece that he wrote at uh, city dot. I'm sorry, city dash journal dot org, um, and he says it's obviously not easy to give up fear of COVID nineteen. To judge from a recent survey showing that the vaccinated are actually more frightened than the unvaccinated, there is a survey out there that uh, I guess it was done by the New York Times that, that uh, indicates that. And um, that's pretty scary in itself, that people went out and got vaccinated, and they're more frightened than the unvaccinated. And then, of course, uh, this, another survey showed that Democrats uh, are more worried than um, Republicans, much more worried than Republicans of dying from COVID, even the vaccinated ones, to the point where they want to make it illegal for uh, you to leave your house if you're not vaccinated. That's how ridiculous it is. But here's the here's what he came up with. Um, it's a study by researchers at the National Institute of Health, that's NIH, and published by the uh, Center for, Centers for Disease Control. So that's the CDC. So these are official government um, agencies. He's not making these numbers up. He didn't pull them out of the air. So these uh, two agencies tracked more than a million vaccinated adults in America over most of last year. And this includes the period when the the Delta variant was around and and classified victims of uh, COVID according to risk factors such as being over 65, being immunosuppressed, uh, or suffering from diabetes or chronic disease of the heart, kidney, lungs, liver, or brain. So these researchers came up uh, with these numbers. Now, uh, they report that none of the he- healthy people under 65 had a severe case of COVID that required treatment in an extensive care, an intensive care unit. Now I'll say that again, 
none, this is one million people that they tracked, not one of the healthy people under 65 had a severe case of COVID that required treatment in an intensive care unit. Now, I don't know about you, but if, if I'm if I'm doing a survey or tracking uh, one million people and I don't find one person who has died, I'm thinking maybe this isn't that big of a problem. One million people, not one person under 65, not nine, died, by the way, just had a severe case of COVID that required intensive care treatment. Not a single one of these 700,000 people died. And that's the the people over 65. The number's about 700,000. And the risk was minuscule for most older people, too. Among vaccinated people over 65, 65 without an underlying medical condition, one person died. One out of all those people who were vaccinated. There were, in all, there were 36 deaths, mostly uh, among a small minority of older people with a multitude of comorbidities. The 3% of the sample that had at least four risk factors. Four risk factors. That's a pretty unhealthy person if you have four of those big boys. And among everyone else, a group that included elderly people with one or two chronic conditions, there were just eight deaths among more than 1.2 million people. So uh, their risk of dying was about one in 150,000. I'm guessing that's about the same as your chances of dying from falling off the toilet. That's 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 just a, a wild guess. I don't know if there if there are any official numbers on that, but I'm going to guess that maybe you know one out of every hundred and fifty thousand people is injured from falling off the toilet and then dies from it every year. So, uh, the, the, but meanwhile, the, these odds are the same that in the course of a year you will die in a fire or that or that you'll die by falling down the stairs. These are the same odds. So your chances are the same uh, as, as falling down the stairs. Going anywhere near a car is a bigger risk, it says. You're, you're three times more likely during a given year to be killed while riding in a car. Now, what's interesting about that is people are getting in their cars every day to go drive to be vaccinated. Uh, and they're taking their kids with them to be vaccinated. And they are more likely to die on their way to get the vaccine than they are to die of the disease they're being vaccinated against. Uh, And it says here that the 150,000 to 1 odds of a COVID death are even longer than the odds of your lifetime of dying in an earthquake. And now we have uh, John Tierney. Thanks for coming on, John. How are you? Fine, John. Uh, Great to be back on. How's everything in Pittsburgh? Good, good, good. So I I just ran through a bunch of your numbers while we were waiting here. Um, And so... Uh, without uh, without repeating them, I've ju- I ju- well, I just mentioned that uh, seven hundred thousand out of the nearly seven hundred thousand people, not a single person died. So, just look, why don't we just start with this? Uh, what's the most alarming numbers for you that you found out there, or if they are alarming to you? They're not actually that alarming to me because I felt like uh, you know this kind of it, it kind of um, just enforces what I've been saying and what I've believed for a long time and not being a doctor or a, a researcher. Well, the, you know, there's nothing alarming in the COVID odds. You know, what's alarming are the surveys showing that, you know, that, that vaccinated people are more worried about the virus than unvaccinated people. And that, you know, and that a majority of Democrats, um, you know, would, uh, would like to make it illegal for the unvaccinated to leave their homes. I mean, that's just insane. And, you know, so um, I mean, the study last year it, it extended through most of last year, and as you said, you know, none of the seven hundred thousand people under sixty-five um, who were healthy who didn't have a chronic condition, none of those even went to the ICU unit. No, yeah, and I want to emphasize that because I, I, I gave that number, but let's for to repeat: not one went to the IU, uh, the ICU unit out of how many? Right. Out of nearly 700,000 people, you know, under 65, and among the people over 65 uh, who, were, you know, who didn't have a chronic condition, only one person died. You know, the, there were only 36 deaths in all, and they were, and they were all within a very small minority of people 
these were people typically an older person, someone over 65 with at least three chronic conditions. For everyone else, if you were 70 and, and have only one or two chronic conditions or any other age uh, below that, um, the odds were one in 150,000 of dying of COVID. And it's just, you know, that, I mean, that is such a minuscule odds that it, that it, it simply isn't worth worrying about. I mean, you're, you're three times more likely to be run over by a car or to die riding in a car. Um, it, it's about the, it, it's roughly the same odds as is dying from, you know, falling downstairs or being in a fire. And, you know, so, but, you know, the, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, this study came out and it's from the CDC. I mean, and it was done by NIH researchers. Right. But when the study came out, it mostly either got ignored or the way it was spun was just as a way to tell everyone to get vaccinated instead of, you know, actually telling people far more important information. We knew that you're supposed to get vaccinated, right? We knew it, it reduced the risk. Right. Is telling people, look, this is how safe you are. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to, you know, start worrying and, and hibernate at home unless you're, you know, unless you've really, you know, got, are old and have all these comorbidities. Otherwise, it's fine. We should just get on with our lives. Um, and it's crazy for children, too. Yeah, you know, this piece, I also talk about the odds for them that you know, even in 2020, when there are no vaccines, treatments are pretty primitive, we're doing a lot of the wrong things. You know, the odds of a child dying were... Officially, according to the CDC, one in a hundred thousand, and that's and even that is too much because we now know that you know probably half of those cases that they call COVID deaths among children, the, the children were actually in the hospital for something else. They just happened to test positive for COVID, and they weren't even being treated for it. But even if you use that, and today, you know, looking at at the last year, we've seen all these headlines about oh, there are all these kids in the hospital for COVID. Well, again, you know, probably half of them are not really there for COVID at all. But if you look at the actual fatality numbers, it's about, you know, 300 kids. And this is using their own inflated estimate of it. It's probably, you know, half that. But even if we use that, 300 out of 60 million school children died. So that's odds of one in 200,000. And, you know, the, a child is more likely to be killed in a car accident, you know, run over, commit suicide, be murdered drowned, you know, die of heart of cancer or heart disease. I mean, these children are just not at risk. I mean, you know, there are a few, there are some children with, with health problems who would benefit from a vaccine, but, but otherwise there is no reason to be subjecting kids to vaccines, you know, which, you know, they're generally safe, but, but, but we, we don't know enough about them. We haven't tested enough people to know what kind of rare and unforeseen side effects there are. And when the benefit to a child is virtually nil, there's no point in, in, in having them undergo any sort of risk. And all the drama surrounding it about uh, just, first of all, kids don't like shots. But, but you know, if a, if a shot is going to do them some good, you can't worry about that. Yeah, that's part of, you know, growing up. You get shots. I hated them when I was a kid. But um, the, the, just the, the angst, the anger, the, the frustration, the turmoil – that's caused by the uh, the mention of making your kid gets vaccinated. Who's pu- you just gave the numbers, and neither one of us are doctors. What what is what what could possibly be motivating people to be this insane about it? It's just they've gotten so focused on every you know. They're, 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 this is sort of their thing. You know, they started on you know. The, I mean, part of it is just loving to boss people around, and part of it is. All they care about is COVID. All they want to do is, you know, is reduce any COVID death, and they don't care how much collateral damage they do. I mean, the worst collateral damage is, is the, you know, is all the learning the kids and all the traumatizing of kids. I mean, I've heard stories of, of, of people whose kids have gotten so frightened of this virus uh, uh, that they insist on wearing a mask when they go to sleep at night. I mean, it's just crazy to tell kids that uh, um, that they're in danger when they're not. You know, adults are supposed to be reassuring kids that there are not monsters under the bed. Instead, we're telling them there's monsters all around you all day long. Be afraid. Be very afraid. It's just horrible. It's really just terrible child abuse across the country on this, especially in places that are making kids wear masks. I mean, that's just so, you know, it's really interfering with their learning, their breathing, their exercising. It's just, it's making school more miserable. They're not seeing other people's faces. That affects their learning. That affects their social development. And it's just, I mean, it's a miserable thing to put kids through. I, I, I just find it incredibly cruel. And it's, it's such an, 
an abdication of responsibility by people who are supposed to care about children. Talking to John Tierney of uh, City Journal. You can find the piece at city-journal.org. Yeah, the the thing about vaccinating the kids, um, there are there are kids out there who are in, I guess, the second grade, maybe the third grade now, and they their conception of what school is, it's this place where you go where you have to wear this stupid thing on your face for six hours every day. And this is the only, if, right. if, if, if they're in like second grade, that's the only yeah. thing they know about school. That's what school is. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how we could do this to our children. I just, I, I just find it bizarre. I mean, we, we've kind of let a bunch of power, you know, hungry politicians and just also it's kind of ruled by hypochondriacs, you know, that the most mm-hmm. hysterical people who bought into this hysteria are the ones running the country. And we just, you know, or, or not running the country, but, you know, but running these states and running these schools. And it was just incredible to see, you know, when, the, for instance, in Virginia, when sanity finally prevailed and then Yunkin removed the mask mandate, these school districts fighting to keep them. I mean, it's, you know, it's just absurd. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, you're really letting people with emotional problems, you know, you know, run your life and run your kids' lives. Yeah, you see these stories of... Um Teachers who are locking kids in, uh, I forget where it was, I think it might have been Virginia, they locked the kids in a gym or someplace and they, they, put, uh, they put tables in front of the door so they couldn't get out because they weren't vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just amazing what, it really does bring out this inner dictator in people, you know, that they, you know, respect my authority, you must do what I say. Yeah. Uh, it just brings out the absolute worst in some, you know, in, in principals and, and school and school officials and in public health professionals. I mean, it's it you know it's I, I mean it's it's been said you know scratch a, a liberal and you find a fascist. Mm-hmm. There is you know the, I mean the more you want to you know increase government control over things, you know it, it just doesn't seem to stop. And this really shows. I mean, it's just never gotten this bad before. Where we thought that we'd all surrender these basic freedoms to move about to, to, to what medical treatment you get, and we just surrendered them all, uh, gave them up. So I, um, you know, it's it's very scary this precedent. And of course, the people who did it are now talking about, well, this is we we all pulled together on this, so now let's do it to fight climate change. And oh course, yeah, that's coming. You know, that they, yeah. Uh, you, you know, so that's, you know, people are calling that, is this a blueprint for climate change? And of course, with climate change, you can regulate every aspect of society, every aspect of life. Yeah, so, I mean, it's scary how people have seized power and, you know, and abused it and, and, and we've surrendered. I mean, it, you know, it's great to see people are finally fighting back against this, these protests. And, uh, and I hope that in the next elections that, you know, the politicians who did this are going to be, yeah, voted out of office because they all deserve to be anybody who imposed well, these mandates the, and, and the, lockdowns. They wouldn't do it without the help of the media. I got about a minute and a half here, John. What about immunity? Are the chances pretty good that whoever you meet on the street is already immune? Yeah, the chances are good that you are mm-hmm. uh, that you have immunity, even if you don't know it. But, you know, I quote John. Yanidis uh, from Stanford, one of the most eminent uh, researchers in the world about this, and he estimates that between 250 million and 350 infections have occurred in the United States, and the country's got 330 million people. So some of those are, are, are the same person who's been infected more than once, but, but what it really means is that virtually, you know, the vast majority of Americans have already been infected with this virus, you know, whether they know it or not. And, and natural immunity is much stronger, much longer lasting than vaccine immunity. So the risk going forward is just it isn't something we should worry about anymore. I mean, they should have just ended all these mandates long ago. Um, and uh, and yet, you know, we still have, you know, these governors saying, well, maybe, you know, next month you can take off your mask. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's no reason for anyone to be wearing masks anymore. Well, I saw one wearing a, a guy wearing a mask at the car wash yesterday. Uh, standing standing outside the car wash, directing me in. Every car coming through had the windows up, and uh, he was he had a mask on. So we're all doomed, John. But I I'm I'm, I'm out of time. That's it's the it's just the insanity is beyond description. I appreciate it. 
Well, great talking to you, John. Okay, thank you very much. That's John Tierney, and you can see the piece at city.journal.org. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. The credit card debt happened when my daughter was born. I was using one credit card account to roll over into another credit card account, and it was snowballing. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called Trinity, the representative understood the need based on the situation. There were great people to work with. From the first phone call that I made, they had me on a track to mitigate the credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. Working with Trinity gave me the ability to save thousands of dollars. My name's Doug, and thanks to Trinity, I'm debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we were just talking about masks. uh, And here's a story from, uh, I think it's PJ Media. Bombshell email reveals plan to arrest maskless, maskless students in Loudoun County. School mask mandates have recently been lifted in New Jersey and Delaware. Massachusetts is also considering lifting its mandate. But in Loudoun County... Students who attempt to enter school maskless could face arrest. Unbelievable. According to a leaked email, a security official for Loudoun County Public Schools coached principals on obtaining a warrant to arrest students who attempted to enter school maskless. So you have, what, a little first grader coming in? When do you come out and put handcuffs on him? The email was sent on February 1st by John Clark. He's the director of safety and security for Loudoun County Public Schools. And it says here, if quote, if you determine that an individual should be trespassed, then a school administration representative, in conjunction with SNS coordinator Rich Thomas, will proceed to the magistrate to swear out a trespass summons slash warrant. School admin will meet Rich Thomas at the safety and security office and then a, a proceed to the magistrate, which is located next to our office. Are you getting that? They're going to arrest kids who show up without a mask. You know who should be arrested, don't you? We all know who should be arrested. The principal should be arrested, like yesterday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.